Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm actually not too bad. How are you? Actually, I'm pretty good. Oh, we love that. <laughs> For the first time ever. <laughs> right. Good morning, legends only. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we'll be happy for the first time ever <laughs> in a special podcast <laughs> from the historic Castro district. Oh, wow. Wow. It's fucking hot. Oh my God. That is definitely. I'm not wearing a shirt. My tits are out. Wow. What do you like, mean? Fucking hot. Yeah, literally. <laughs> It's like 90 degrees. I'm like, oh my God, my fucking tits are sweating. Jesus. Yeah, it's a, it's officially summer. Ugh. It's just in theory, the weather suggests it's summer, but we're all still inside. June 20th was technically the first day of summer. And I was like, oh. <laughs> is it? Well, some people cer- certainly think it is. Well, it feels like it. I'll tell you that. few of them loitering outside of Hell's Kitchen certainly think <sighs> so. Well, um, we can give a little update on that. Oh, but, <laughs> is there a You know, hello everyone and welcome back. My name is T. Kyle and... And I'm Bradley. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise known as Moomoo's. Yeah. And welcome back to another episode of... Legends Only. Your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about... I mean... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> whatever the hell is going on at this point and legends only <laughs> yeah so before we get started this week 
we just want to give a shout out to all of our Patreon Legends Only fans on patreon.com slash legends only. We started something new last week, which um, I realized that we kind of have the wrong name to like what we were doing, but like it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so we started this thing called Something More Personal. Mm. But and I the realized <laughs> the concept for it is that it's something and it's more personal. Uh, but then I was realizing that um, it should probably be called um, a little more personal. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, does that make more sense? Well, I like when people talk at the beginning of podcasts. Yeah, I think it's kind of rad. <laughs> I don't think you should use that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, um, oops. But like, whatever. You know what? It's creative liberty. It's it's basically <laughs> the merging of Lindsay and Brittany. It's this fine. is my podcast. So I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> basically. (laughs) So the concept is that we started doing our something more personal chats on Patreon. So if you are a supporter on Patreon for just $2 a month, you can chat with us in the comments below. And we're going to be chatting about all things personal, basically asking ourselves a question every single week and chatting about it. Yeah. It's a chance to, get to know us a little better and, uh, you know, ask all those hard hitting questions about, you know, like, why don't I own a shirt? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just those sort of things that you can finally address. And this week we're going to be talking about the internet. Yes. Heard mm-hmm. of it? Yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Specifically, um, some Twitter audio notes and live journal and things like that. So, mm-hmm. So if you would like to connect with us on Patreon, we are over there. We're discussing all things a little more personal. All right, everyone. So we are back to our regularly scheduled-ish programming this week. <laughs> Come hell or high water, we are <laughs> <Yeah>. here again. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed our bionic deep dive. It looks like you did. I know. Okay, so I have to say, and like I texted you this week, and like, you know, we don't really track the numbers and we don't really like, you know, follow the whole. Um, we don't do it for the charts, we do it for the art. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Applause didn't sell as much as Roar. <laughs> well, maybe if everyone listened to it on headphones, it would do better. No. <laughs> It sounds better if you listen on headphones. Um, yeah, no, we don't really pay attention to the charts. But we, I, you know, I, little, I did a little peek this week. And last week was our best performing week of Legends Only for the first time ever. And I was kind of shook. And I mean, I had so much fun doing last week's episode, the Bionic Deep Dive. And, you know, I mean, we talked for like three and a half hours um, Absolutely, and I would certainly say that speaks to itself the the overwhelming demand for Bionic coming through ten years later. I know, and then she gave us like the Pride moments. Oh my god, it's still rolling out too. Like I feel like every day she's given us a little something. That unreleased photo shoot where she's just got her woohoo out oh is my god. Really... literally like her whole pussy's out. It's crazy. Like, oh, I, yes. I actually really like some of the the outfits or lack of outfits that they never even went with too. Right. Yeah, it's always like, oh my god. It's just like the glory cover where you're like, you had that up your sleeve and you didn't use it. Right, well it was also like, Instagram wasn't really used back then, so I feel like if Bionic came out last week, which it should have been as a re-release, it would have been like all those photo shoots would have been on Instagram. 
<sighs> True, honestly. You know, I think she's waiting for the right time that it feels a little better and she's going to keep going out. Because I think there were plans in place. I still think there were things that she wanted to do, so. I would stand a bionic tour. Oh, God. Well, obviously, some of us have tickets for it framed. I know. So she should just be like, if you still have your ticket, you can redeem it. For oh, the- <laughs> right? Hammerstein um, Ballroom, 2021. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, my God. But... I, I felt very good about it, and I also felt like it was a very um, cathartic experience, especially because of my interesting relationship with her and how some of her fans think I hate her. Some of them, you know, think it was always, like, mean-spirited, and instead I sort of, like, feel like I was able to be like, no, I genuinely do. I, I came to this conclusion of, like, going from, like, Stan Wars back in the day to, like, loving her for who she is. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. Some 30-something-year-olds could l- really learn a thing or two on Twitter about that, but we won't get into no, that. We're so old. We so- are so old, but some of them are stuck in their very old ways of comparing performances from 2000 and being like, Britney outsold, and it's like, can you? <laughs> it's literally but like, not also, even like 180 HD. Anyway. Okay, but like also, okay, here's what I have to say. First of all, I loved the photos of the leg like the bionic where she had like her leg was like bionic. Oh yeah. But also like we're old, but also like we set the stage for the girls today. So. Oh, those were two completely different thoughts. I know, well, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like. You were, <laughs> you were holding on to that bionic leg. That was a good one. Yeah. That like, was I a loved that photo, but like also oh. I'm old, but also like we have been doing what the girls have already been like, you're not doing anything new. Like we've been there. And I just think it's cyclical. I think that's the circle of life. I think there were probably stands fighting over Whitney and Madonna and like Paul Abdul. <laughs> I just think this was always, you know, the Mariah and JLo thing. Like this is cyclical. And now there's, God, I the, the Madison beer cans versus the Billy eyelashes. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Madison beer really has been getting such promo on Drag Race lately. I don't get it. It's Gen Z, but also, I don't know that... She's been getting a lot of backlash on TikTok lately, for sure. I think one thing that's really come out of quarantine is sort of bad behavior calling out, and that that doesn't even mean, like, the really serious stuff. That also means, like, Ellen and uh, maybe Madison, considering some of these recent stories of, like, Chanel on Drag Race said she was unpleasant to work with, and... I think people are definitely not handling rude. you talking about me recording this podcast? Yes, I think I'm about to call it out. (laughs) Should we fake a fight? We really should. I think we, when we have to like, the next time we need to take a few weeks off and like launch a new season or something, it should begin with a fight. Oh my God. I'll stage one. Okay. The podcast is canceled because we could not come to an agreement about which deep dive to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bradley really wanted to talk about Girls Aloud, and I said right. absolutely that not. Would be the reason. <laughs> so I'm going rogue, and today we're going to be discussing. No, <laughs> but also there was that news story about the uh, the Call Me Daddy podcast, and those podcasters like splitting up. Wait, and what? we Someone were like, had a oh, podcast man. called Call Me Daddy. First of all, yeah, we should have been earlier to that name, but also don't call yeah. me angel. <laughs> 
Ew, if someone called me daddy, I would bust out laughing. You would oh, love it, not me. I, I was going to say, <laughs> we differ, but that's the beauty. That's the dynamic. That's how we work. But, <laughs> but anyway, I feel like we should jump into the happenings of the week. Uh, we well, have well, some legends that we need to discuss. Yeah, there's a, you know, a segment this week. You know, last week we focused on one queen and one queen yes. alone. Some would say she owns the throne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who who owned the th- well, oh, shit. Oh, that was past. Oh, I Well, she still revert. owns it. We can edit that in post. She but... own- I what I meant to say was that she owned the throne of last week's episode. She sure did. This week we need to reintroduce our normal segment. Yes, of we do. our queen. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, so um, hit the the soundtrack. Yeah. So our world is going through such hard times right now. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. Coronavirus. And, and we're, we're all staying, staying in. in. I burnt my gym down. So. Coronavirus. And, and we're, we're all staying, staying in. in. One thing led to another, and I burned it down. Stream and or purchase Glory so that we can get it on the Billboard Hot 200. Okay, so our fave, our number one, is back at it again this week. And all I She's can think of... <laughs> Literally, all I can think of is the sketch from Publicity. I got bangs. Bangs! I got bangs! Congrats. It's literally that. It, it's it's just that. She you know, logged on and she was like, I got bangs. And we were all like, great amazing Good we're really happy to hear that yeah um she did make us think about it a few weeks earlier and said that she was considering them uh because she's never had them before since she was a kid even though then um, everybody did her pictures of various photo shoots over the years of having bangs the entire I, dream within a dream tour live from hbo las vegas says hi but okay you know Sometimes I wonder, like, was it always, does she mean wigs and she never naturally had bangs? But I don't know that that's true either. So. Oh, that was, we forget oh, about those bangs for bad. a reason. <laughs> that was <bad>. What else? <laughs> dream Within a Dream Tour. She definitely had high fashion uh, editorial bangs during the W photo shoot, the 2003. <gasps> Ooh. Very those look fucking bang. good. Yes. So, you know, I think she just means like some good old like local bangs that are that she actually has maybe. In any case, she has them now and she posted several pictures with them yeah. showing them off. Um it, it looks cute. <laughs> I don't disagree. I just I... Uh, bangs are sometimes they say that you're going through it when you get bangs, sometimes you just need a little change. Listen, you know, everyone's going through their own quarantine hair moment. Right, that's true. I, you know what, we're always very supportive of hair choices. I and my hair. Yeah, we're as free as our hair. She's got bangs. She's letting it be known. Let there be bangs. And she's she's actually out frolicking in public, showing them off. She is. She Literally is frolicking. living her local fucking fantasy. <laughs> if you don't remember, she has already told us that she has broken Usain Bolt's record for sprinting, which nobody can deny or take away from her. And she put that on display this I week. I still can't believe that happened this year. 
I, it's been 84 years. <laughs> she paparazzi pictures and video of her in a park doing full sprints in one of her crop tops and a choker and a mask because she's not stupid. She's wearing a mask, so why aren't you? She's just doing her Usain Bolt record-breaking sprints right now. I'm happy for her because I feel like she gets to just do the things that she longed to do for so many years but was too famous and popular to do. Yeah, And all she wants to do is run around in a park. <laughs> we have said this for so many years. We have. We really have. We have been dragged. We have been called clowns. We have been told so this and that. And yeah. this entire time, I have just been like, she wants to live her local fantasy. Yeah. And she is truly living her local fantasy. It is what it is. Like, she's running around a park, working yeah. out with locals. We should all aspire to that right. level of fearlessness. I agree. And if she wants to do music, she'll do music. And she'll obviously be very vocal about it on Instagram because she posts about everything else if she wants to. But it seems like she wants to catch up on the life that she did not get to live forever and ever. And that's fine. And I think maybe... And this is just my guess of what she wants. Obviously, none of us know. But, you know, I think some fans can't embrace the fact that she probably just wants to chill out. She's worked so long. Let her be hungry for it, as we keep saying. I don't know I how we always think, ourselves back here, but it's I think we're looking hungry. at retired knee. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. <clears throat> for sure. But I also think that she gets bored. Um, and we'll see. Yeah. True. I don't I don't know. We're all bored in the house in the house bored and maybe we just don't know and I think some I think a lot of people got upset with us well for everything but also about like deciding that she's retiring or not. It's like I don't know either but like she seems pretty happy just trying on clothes and being a mom and whatever. So, whatever. Yeah. She got bangs. <laughs> That's what matters right now. And I'm just going to support that. And I'm going to look to Jamie Lynn and her family and see how they, what they say about her. And that's like, well, they can go on and. Exactly. And Brittany is wearing a mask in public. So should you. I mean, that's really the takeaway. If she right. can wear a mask and outrun Usain Bolt, then so can you. Exactly. That's the other thing. I'm like, she's, she knows what's going on. Yeah, seriously. She knows what all so. the hot jams are. She's got her she mask does. on. Mm-hmm. And if she wants to fucking make new music, she'll get inspired and she'll make new music. Until then, yeah. sh- we stand. <laughs> we stand, support, and that's basically all we can do as fans. I, yeah. Yeah. Great. Anyway, we're happy for our queen. She's got bangs. Let's. Mm-hmm. And she does not have a home studio like Christina does. She does not. Good segue. At least that, yes. we, at least that we don't know of. Um. That's very true. Yeah, it's probably. I don't think she it. does. She's never talked about it. It wasn't in like the Zillow listing. No, if she has it, it's very likely she's already burned it down. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the vanilla candle room sadly suffered <laughs> a big misfortune the other night. Um, no. So while we did our bionic deep dive, a fan informed us as we kept pointing out. She recorded a lot of that in what was called the Red Lips Room. Well, that turns out to be the name of her then in-home studio, which is the most Legendina detail I could ever think of. That's why like, my fan fiction was just like, 
slightly off from reality. Like, well, that's actually where I'm recording this podcast right now. I in, don't doubt in it my at all. red lips room. So in red lips room. Mm-hmm. Extremely ex Tina. Yes. Yeah, so we wanted to just add a little note there because we did get feedback. Um, just a little uh, tip. Be, be bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. And as oh, we sorry, I was recording before, that in my red lips room. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> it's undeniable that um, she clearly saw it, heard it, listened back, and decided to keep the bionic 10-year tribute going. She lived it, loved it, us. breathed it, worked it, glam, if you will. <laughs> I had so much fun last week, by the way. Can I just say? Oh, my God. Totally. It was such a nice escape. But anyway, what else happened this week? So this is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Switching gears to Twitter and Twitter drama. And speaking of online past identities and things like that, Mr. Lil Nas X, who is like the funniest tweeter, seriously, finally admitted on this Holy Pride Month that he indeed is a barb. And that he ran a Stan account, as was very poorly hidden early in his career, aka last year, that he ran. It was called um, Nas Mirage. And he revealed that he didn't want to admit it because he was afraid of coming out at the time because being a Nikki fan implied that he was gay. And so Nikki tweeted him, accepting his apology and uh, basically being like, I was disappointed that you did not come out as a barb at the time, but I understand and I admire your bravery for coming out as a barb. She's an icon, but she's not somebody that you think about all the time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God, I'm, I'm literally dead. Like, <laughs> I just saw the target, like, on my face. <laughs> Absolutely. You are barb target number one. <laughs> I <laughs> See, this is, I, like, love it, though, because I feel like I'm that way with little monsters. I just like to poke you do. You do. Poke and prod. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like, this was so funny to me, but also like, it's it's also like not funny because he has a point. She's got a point. Right. Being, like, Stan accounts are fucking scary. You like... Stan accounts are scary. Being a Nicki Minaj fan as a rapper would probably... Well, as someone who doesn't have any number ones, I mean, it's disappointing. Well... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to cut that. You're going to have to cut it. I'm not cutting it. But, I mean, he probably has a point. She's very gracious to... Because the thing is, he denied it, which was kind of disrespectful to just be like, no, I'm not a super fan. Like, when, when it all talking starts... talking about Heidi Montag. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, he's seen the light. And uh, thankfully, now all of us barbs can live... Would you say proud. that he um, feels free? This is he, free... Dumb. Why they mad? The barb is jumping out. Why they see them? Shut her out. Shut them out. <laughs> the barb can jump out. Listen. Yes. The same absolutely. way that the fighter jumps out. I'm kidding. Yes. Barb ships were meant to fly, and he <laughs> is <laughs> finally on board. They're young. So very happy. But that also made me think, like, do we have any down low fandoms that we have to own up to on this Pride Month? I think we do. Well, I'm not a barb because I feel like to declare myself a barb would be saying that I know everything and I can't put myself on that pedestal Mm. of knowing everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Whitney is the one that I know the most about, followed by Christina, 
So I can't be like, I am like the number one Barb because the Barbs will not take me. So right. it's fine. But like I stand Pink Friday. Yes. And the other one. The re-up. Th- yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And the pink print. I definitely ride for Nikki. I love Nikki. Um, but I'm just trying to think of like, yeah, as you said, being a Barb or being a super fan of anyone implies like a knowledge. And I would say we're the closest with Brittany. I'm obviously a little Madonster. <laughs> I would also say I'm a little monster, pretty much, minus Joanne. And I mean, my monster has jumped out recently. Yeah. I don't really love associating with fan culture to keep it 100 ever since our cancellation just I because know, of what. Right? That's my number one thing is like I'll never really be the same because it leads. you're not the same girl, same girl. Hello. Yeah, it just gets a little too serious and severe. So I'm, I'm happy just being a fan in my own way. But some of the girls who I feel like have really risen to the occasion in quarantine, there's one that we have poked fun at more than once or twice and um oh, please don't be mean to me i have a very busy day too okay well let's give it up for her in my opinion miss halsey has really been a real one during these protests our ashley fran japan has as far as you know doing good in the world uh she's really risen above gotta respect that and honestly without me turned out to be like one of my most played songs of that year so for better or worse, I'm a little Halster. Hollis, what what do we think her fans are? I don't. Well, I hopeless. Does she fountain. have any? Yeah, she certainly does. <laughs> yes. <they're... laughs> From the shit that I've seen, you don't have that many. No, <laughs> oh, that's no. a different. Oh, we didn't even talk about Drag Race. Oh, we can talk about. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. We can talk about that later because yeah. I have a, I have something that I have to say. Okay. Um, no. So with Halsey, I love her song, the new one with Marshmallow. Yeah, that's true, too. And, I mean, I obviously have my story with her from the VMAs of the girl. I was going to say the, the tables of her. Now we're the ones shaking and crying. And I know. <laughs> and like great places. Yeah. Also, she's from New Jersey. So, like, when I see her, like, go off and, like, cuss people out and I see the Jersey jump out, I'm like, it's literally me. And it's people text scary. us and they're like, oh, my God, T-Rexa. And I'm literally, like... My what the fuck is that? Do you hear that? Yeah, that's did you hear that? Halsey storming down the hallway to get you. Wait, no, did you actually hear that on the phone? No. Oh, I don't know what the fuck that was. Something just roared outside, and it was not Katy Perry. I was gonna say, what the hell was that? Anyway, um, no, she's from Jersey, and (laughs) so I'm T Rex. Yeah, literally, I was like, oh my god, T Rex, and like there was like an actual T Rex outside. Oh Um, god. But, like, literally, that's me as a pop star. Is like, Halsey mixed with BB Rexa, mixed with, like, a cock destroyer in, like... Literally a, that, yeah. And, like, Jessica would, Rabbit. Yeah, and right? you would, like, storm off stage if they didn't know the fucking words of this song that was yeah. number one for 50 fucking weeks. For sure. Right. Like, this song was number 347 on the Billboard <laughs> Hot Bubbling Under, bubbling under Charts. <laughs> If you don't know the fucking words of this fucking song, yeah, literally me. <laughs> From a humanitarian standpoint, Halsey's been getting it right this quarantine. As has always loving Dua. Dua's still doing everything right this era, and our beloved Brittany is just, you know, steering clear of drama and doing it all right, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else? Speaking of, well, 
it's indirectly related to Britney, like everything else. Everything on this podcast is. Yeah. Another huge development this week. Obviously, one of the most important news articles is Alicia Keys did a Wired interview where they sort of asked about her origins before her solo debut. And she very casually revealed that she was in a band that was put together by like a label that she didn't really have a say in. And she was like, I think they were called Little Women. They debuted too and they did fine. But, you know, I wasn't in it. And then everyone just realized that she was almost a member of 3LW, No More, Baby I'm a Do-Right. I mean, Alicia Keys being in that group would have really, I don't even know, like maybe she, I don't even know who she would have replaced or been with, or maybe it would have been four little women. (laughs) This was, I don't even, I was trying to think of some kind of like combination of play is going to play mixed with like concrete jungles, wet dreams, tomatoes. I can't even (laughs) put it together. This little woman's on fire. (laughs) It's impossible. Oh my God. Yeah. Parallel universe moments. Which, to connect to Britney, for those who don't know, she was very nearly in a girl group called Innocence, which they debuted. And she was, for a hot minute, part of that group. And Britney could have just been a girl group member that had one album out. Right? Like (laughs) Nicole Scherzinger. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm canceled this whole episode. Oh my God. The little Scherzenators are absolutely going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Me get a little wet. <laughs> it's going to be like Pua Kenny, Kenny Flowers all over your <laughs> hallway as like a warning sign yeah. oh my from God. the killer lovers. Um, yeah. No, it's just one of those like um, sliding doors moments. The movie Sliding Doors where it's like, Getting wow. Getting of your broken promises, promises, looking at your and pages, saying Alicia different numbers and numbers, like, call me on your side, you're hanging with your fellas, your fellas. <laughs> what if being in that group would have not, you know, the Cheetah Girls might not have happened or... No, I'm not the one. Say it again, say it <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not the one. Oh, no, 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 you no, do no, a young no. hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do, or you don't, don't. Say, or you won't, won't, no more. No. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting fun fact. Just, Just you, know, you know, the more you know. The more you know. Well, you know, she would have had to uh, wear some really cool and interesting outfits. And speaking of outfits. <laughs> On All Stars 5 this week, when everyone did the cheetah looks... <gasps> And they screenshot it and they were like, oh my God, the Cheetah Girls 2020. (laughs) Justice for Juju B, by the way. Yes, absolutely. In this house, we stand Shay and Juju, and that's pretty much, Mm -hmm. although, and Alexis. And, you know, I would never be caught dead in the Cheetah print fashion. Was it Cheetah? Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be caught dead in the Cheetah print fashion, but. Speaking of fashion. Oh, fashion. High fashion. (laughs) So editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. So this is the segment that the girls, I miss this one. We missed, well, we had one last week, but it wasn't like, you know, it was unintended. Let's be glam. Well, for my high fashion editorial moment, no surprise. You've seen it on my Instagram story every fucking day. You've been very active. I've been very active. You yes. Know, she's been Instagram storying every single day, multiple times I really a day. Have. She's got I opinions. Have. She's got links. She's got articles. 
<laughs> I've got too many opinions. But anyway, there is a certain girl group that we do keep discussing. Uh, my queens, Blackpink, are coming. New single, Sour How You Candy. Like. Slash of Sour Candy fame. I think somebody else sings on that. I'm not sure. But, um... <laughs> Maya Marie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, they are coming, and... Granted, this is not new for K-pop. This is the standard for K-pop to do concept photos leading up to the moment. But they've been dropping all of their concept photos and mini teaser videos, very halted against me, five-second Instagram teasers. They all look amazing. Lisa with that lip piercing and Jenny with this flame thing on the side of her face. That's also a Clue movie reference. I love them. Every time they release, it excites me. Their comebacks are amazing. I got into Twitter fight about the word comeback, but that's okay. a whole other thing. I was just going to say, can you please explain to the girls the oh. word comeback? So in K-pop, and this has just been the case for as long as I've like watched the K-pop scene on the internet, when you say it's a comeback, that just means it's the next era. Like It's the way we o- overuse the word era is how they and describe... Legends and like iconic. And legends. And, yeah. So comeback just means, and it's literally the terminology they use. It's just like the comeback is this date. And it doesn't matter. In K-pop, they release every two fucking weeks. But that's when the comeback date is. So I was like, oh, I love every Blackpink comeback. This, Britney, I'm, I'll just, you know, he came at me and said, like, I wish people knew the, the real meaning of the word comeback. And I was like, oh, no, it's, this is just like the K-pop version of it. And he was like, oh, so words just don't have meaning anymore. And I was like, well, actually, words do change in meaning. So you're wrong about that. And also, like, take it up with the K-pop community. Anyway blocked me but it's fine most people should she's and, got a point <laughs> you know it's just not that serious it's not that deep their comeback is coming um june 26th and we're all very excited for it and they bring it to you every time so black pink in your area it's a sour candy black pink in your employer's area because they will be performing on jimmy fallon they will very excited and I think that's pretty much it for mine. So why don't you take it away with your high fashion moment? <laughs> <laughs> did you read it? Yes, I, I did. wasn't going to write it because I was like, <laughs> if Brad reads what I'm thinking, like, this is going to be so embarrassing. But like, this is this actually is everything. Oh. Okay. So, and this is serious. I'm not joking. No. Um, we're I'm serious joking, on this bitch. podcast. So I'm not joking, bitch. <laughs> so this is so bad. Um, so <laughs> my high fashion editorial moment is Paula Abdul's Voltaren Arthritis Pain Relief Gel Commercial. <laughs> New Voltaren provides powerful arthritis pain relief to help me keep moving. And it can help you, too. Feel the joy of movement with Voltaren. <laughs> not sponsored. And I'm not yet. Oh, yeah. And not sponsored. <laughs> the way we're going. Because the way that my body is functioning right now, I'm going to be fucking using this gel soon, too. Because my knees are fucking cracking the house. But, like, Paula Abdul during RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars... Out of nowhere, it was in this like, is it Voltaren? Vol- what was it? What is it called? Like Voldemort? What? Yeah, I think it's. It, yeah, I think it's the Voldemort. Voltaran, Voltaran, yes. whatever the fuck. They're not paid, so I don't need to. 
fucking pronounce it right. Diana, Diana. Yeah, Diana, fucking Diana, Voltaren, arthritis, pain relief, the house, gel, commercial. Mm-hmm. And they put her in her old music videos, and it was so chic. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, Paula Abdul's back. And then it was like, Voltaren, arthritis gel, you can dance too. It, some, what was the line that she said? I forget. Oh, I, f- I forget too. Something about like, it was like, don't forget about your movement. You can still dance too. And I was like, oh, okay. Me and like a Thanks. year from now when I'm at therapy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they know, like it, photoshopped it, her into like her old videos. And it was so high fashion editorial. And I was like, you are so above this, Miss Paula. Yeah. She honestly, she does a really good job of her career retrospective moments. That like, I think it was So You Think You Could Dance or Dancing with the Stars where she did that medley. It was so, so good. Yeah. And she, I was like, this yeah. is a, this is a commercial, this is a billboard. This is, yeah, a billboard. this is high fashion. And then it was it's like, dead trees. And it's just like, there it is. Yeah. And I'm like, um, same. Like, it's going to be me with my, like, fucking autoimmune disease with my joints. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die in like Very three true. years. I mean, your legs are already going. Yeah. Walk until the world ends. <laughs> Fuck. But, like, you know, Miss Paula was working and shaking uh, and throwing her hat at that girl from Burlesque. Oh, throwing her hat at Julianne Huff. Yes. Yeah. Which I got moment. dragged for that, by the way. Oh, no, because you that didn't was know another. Yeah, so that was another one of the tweets that I got dragged for. I in By the, the little hucksters? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> in the, the moment... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know... <sighs> That's, you know what, that you can... I may never recover from the Britney army dragging, but you can recover from a Hufflepuff dragon. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so in the moment, I very genuinely was like, oh my God, Paula Abdul just threw her top hat at that girl who was in burlesque. And I tweeted it. Cause I, that was, that literally was the only <laughs> frame of reference that I knew. I was like, oh my God, Paula Abdul just fucking clocked that girl who was in burlesque in the face with a fucking top hat. And everyone was like, oh my God, that's like Juliana Huff. Like, it's so rude. And I was like, I don't fucking know who that is. Like, I, she was the girl in burlesque. You know what? You... She tried to take Christina's thunder. And Christina was yeah. like, no, I'm going to sing this acapella and do better than you. And I'm like, hell yeah. I don't know who the fuck that is. You know, history will stand the test of time. And you <laughs> you will come out on top as that being her lasting impact on pop culture. So... Literally. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is a great selection for a high fashion editorial moment, to be honest. Because you know what? It was done very well. I will say with the editing of it, it was great. Mm-hmm. The message was great. That's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be us in five years. Oh, for sure. That's already 30 and up gay Twitter. I know. Literally, <laughs> what, what, who can we get to sponsor us? That's literally us green screening ourselves in front of Britney videos. It's like, Oh my God, right? <laughs> I saw a Britney and Christina Twitter fan fight over them each having like 15 million. Did I send that? I sent this on the group chat of them fighting so. over their like 15 million monthly subscribers. And somebody's like, great. Thanks for reminding us that they're both fighting to <laughs> top the billboard bubbling under charts in 2020. Right. That's basically where we're at is like 30 something year old gays fighting over that. Anyway, it's fine. It's it's a life that we 
we're born into. We didn't choose this. So, <laughs> well, until our you know until our knees actually get a little wobbly. Good luck with your wobbly knees. Well, yes. I can just fucking pop a couple little Paul Abdul's little voltarian, whatever the hell it's called, arthritis Voltaire, joint release yes. pills in the house, and I'm gonna go shake my tits at fucking rise bar and whatever with my cracky ass knees but until then (laughs) we've got new music for everyone we do yes so this will be niche but no surprise there um well maybe not maybe some of you know um my top pick well no my not actual top pick my one of my picks is miss annie has returned if you don't know her of chewing gum from league of legends from, not to be confused with the little shit from League of Legends, but this is Annie of Norway. She had a song, Chewing Gum, Heartbeat. She was sort of like a blogosphere darling back in the early 2000s. Then she sort of like transitioned to like xenomania, sort of girls aloud territory. So obviously very near and dear to my heart. She had a song, I Know Your Girlfriend Hates Me, Antonio. She's brilliant. And she last did something in 2015. She's back after five years with a song called American Cars, very moody, sort of like Lana Del Rey lyrically with sort of like the drive soundtrack slash Tron, like very synth vibes, very moody, drive at night, all that good stuff. She got an album coming out in October called Dark Hearts. I love her. I'm very excited. This will be very welcome and Yes, I stand. I just wrote about her on Mew Mews, where you can check out with my 11 remaining fans. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, so very happy about that. And then I didn't even, I didn't jot it down here, but my actual pick of the of the week is Khalid and um, Victoria Monet's collaboration with S.G. Lewis called Experience. Oh, it oh is like- is it not to be confused with the X... Not to be confused with the experience. Pre-order your tickets now for her return to Vegas. No. Can we <laughs> please go if there's ever a vaccine? <laughs> Wait. We are actually going. I know. I want to go to Vegas and I want to go to the experience and I want to shake my ass. <laughs> we will. We will. The second We're we get a fucking vaccine. My, oh my God. You None of you even know the shenanigans that you're about to see from my ass the second we get a vaccine, by the way. Oh, that's just a it's random... done deal when we're back in Vegas. Oh my God, I'm going to be a fucking fool. Absolutely. Anyway, continue, sorry. Oh yeah, no, the song's called Experience. Get into it. Victoria Monet wrote all your favorite songs from Ariana, co-wrote, collaborator, from Honeymoon Avenue to Thank You Next, like the whole journey of Ariana's career, basically. Constant collaborator. She wrote plenty of Fifth Harmony songs. She wrote the Chloe and Holly um, do it. She's... <gasps> She's a moment. Bob. So get into that. Can we talk about Chloe and Halle quick, that performance that they did for today's show? I mean, let's talk about it. The drones, the production. That's how you do an at-home performance. You know what? In these times. They are excellence. The album is excellence. If you haven't gotten into Ungodly Hour, the title track is by Disclosure. Excellence. Um, Everything's ungodly. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The God Warrior approves of if this album. Everyone look well. back at everything we've been saying and praying and preaching and praying and saying. <laughs> get into them. You should get into them if nothing else, because Hallie's about to be the Little Mermaid. She's the one who caused all the controversy among the racists because she was picked as Ariel. It's very exciting. So 
get into her. I love the Little Mermaid. I know we love Disney. Um, no, we don't. But like, I. <laughs> no, it's a good one, and it's going to be so cool with her. So, get into. I want to be um, where the legends are. <laughs> I want to see, want to see tits shaking. That's actually the the rewrite for the 2021 version of the movie. Yeah. I mean, they're both fantastic. They're so talented. That album is amazing. Ungodly Hour came out last week. Busy Boy and Lonely Are My Songs. Anyway. Oh, yes. And finally, Kiki Palmer, Thick. Miss Kiki Palmer. I fucking love her. She is so entertaining. She's funny. She's smart. She made headlines um, by talking to the National Guard at one of the protests that Mm -hmm. went super viral. And she just happened to drop a little song called Thick, which is like highly addictive. It's funny, but also like super catchy. The concept is, you know, like getting thick. So it's very, very danceable, very fun, very cool. It's like something fun for the summer. Right? Like it's a summer, like mellow bop. Yes. That combined with experience, combined with the Chloe and Holly album is just like, yes, it's, we're getting into a vibe and Chromatica, of course. We're getting into like a summer vibe here. And she just gets the internet and she just understands everything. Everything that you see about her on social media, she is in real life. And I was like, I fucking love you. Like she is one you could just hang out with. That's amazing. I had an experience with her. Yes. I had an experience with her backstage at the 2016 uh, Billboard Music Awards. Um, I (laughs) Abusing my power as editor. Undisputable. Princess of pop. Britney Spears. Exactly. It was that performance. And before that, obviously, so I interviewed everybody backstage at the BBMAs because Britney was performing and Kiki uh, actually said baby one more time, which most of them said toxic. So I have to respect that she went to baby. Legends only. Legends only. So, and uh, it was a, it was a good time. Yeah. She was also really cool. It was fun to chat with her and these stars, they they either they come with entourages sometimes or they're standoffish. And she was just a delight, super entertaining. She's so funny. Yeah. But, you know, we all have our experiences with these stars. Right. Behind. Like, we need to do a discussion <laughs> about all celebrities that we've ever encountered in life. I agree with you 100%. I don't, even really, I don't really have, like, horror stories. I definitely don't have one where I was, like, so grossly mistreated or anything. I just have ones that were, like came with way too many entourage for who they were and you know definitely gave a bit of a diva presentation or whatever what have you but luckily no like true horror you know get me my coffee sort of things but (laughs) i don't even know what i can say well, we'll save that for another day. Perhaps a Patreon exclude. That is exactly what we can say. Is that not today? <laughs> not today. But yes. one day, because I'll tell you that I will never forget. And one experience that I had, actually, segue, one of my best experiences happened to be none other than the iconic, the legendary, the actual icon legend, Miss Kylie Minogue. I went to a book signing for her fashion book, Fashion, heard of it, Um, High Fashion Editorial Moment with Kylie, and it was, I think, 2013 or 14, and 
were I, all so happy that day. We were all so happy that day. She, first of all, she's like 4'11 or 5. She is a pixie. Like, I was taller than her, which is already a feat. Right? Like, that's um, that's rare. That's real tiny. Yeah, it's really but I was just like in full nerd mode. And I was like, oh, I, I tweet you sometimes. I run a pop site. And she's like, which one? And I said, Mew Mews. And she goes, oh, I know that one. You tweet me a lot. Like, I've tweeted you. And she wrote like, I Mew Mews you with a heart on my book. That is like above and beyond. She's an icon. Beyond. She's a legend. And she is the moment. <laughs> she is the moment. And I made that segue to say not only to brag about meeting Kylie, but also it is the 20th anniversary of Kylie's comeback single we'll use that in the other form of the word comeback spinning around originally for miss paula abdul we're, we're dotting all the dots right now you know the universe just says the universe yeah she had her like indie moment with an album called impossible princess and then she has this shimmering disco record called spinning around cara diaguardi paula abdul it was number one in the UK. It was a huge resurgence for her. Not to be confused with the Jessica Simpson song. No, common mistake, yes. (laughs) But now it is um, one of her most iconic songs. Uh, She went, the video is also legendary because she wore cheap gold, uh, like short shorts that are now famous and worth like millions. She just, you know, so this is the 20th anniversary, much like we just did our little oops moment. So, Happy 20th to spinning around. It is having a moment. So all hail, Miss Kylie. You and that's my... me right around, maybe right around. I'm afraid to... Add, I feel like you've heard it before, maybe, spinning around. I heard it, like, earlier when I was, like, looking through the um, okay. list. And I was like, oh, yes. what was that? And then I was like, yep. let me listen. <laughs> it is now one of her You know, staples. I like to be prepared. Yes, yes. It is, you know, I'm like doing like a very slow easing into my queens of the UK and Australia. That's what that is. Just dipping in. We're we're getting there. We're making headway. I'll get there eventually. Yeah. So that's Queen Kylie. And I believe you have an EDM moment. I do. So my king who, you know, speaking of summer disappointments, Cascade came out with a new song called Pow Pow Pow, which was, I was like, okay, like just the branding of it was very aggressive. And I was like, oh my God, is this going to be like, this is violent. Don't support it. Yeah. Like I literally, at first I was like, um, I thought it was like black eyed peas when they were like, boom, boom, pow. pow. And I was like, okay, no. Yep. But like, it's kind of a, um, I was listening to it while I was walking and I was like, oh, this could be good for working out, which is like something that I don't do. I was gonna say, <laughs> but okay. I was like, I was like walking, and it was like, it was like, boom, 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 and it's, you know, some people do that though. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a workout addition for me. It wasn't anything revolutionary, but I was kind of <laughs> like, you know, I, I, my tits shook to it a little bit while I was power walking. So yeah, we, we gotta go with what we get. That's right, we do. So but also, out. speaking of EDM, because I haven't talked about it on this podcast yet. Oh. My king, Kygo. Yes, your actual king. Um, His new album is called Golden Hour, and I haven't talked about it yet on this podcast because um, I listened to it and I didn't like it. <laughs> but I am now really loving the song um, Follow. 
Oh, okay. Is that does that have a feature? Um, yeah, it's like a man. Okay, that's um, all we. What's his name? Oh. There's just too many men on the album. Mm, that's a common problem, right? I'm like, I. Mm. Let's see. Something with a oh. J. Joe Janiak. That's it. See, you know, I do pay somewhat attention. Yeah, you do. It's so good. But like, I was like, oh, there's too many men on this album. Yeah, no, Joe actually has um, an important uh, role in your life that you don't even know. Oh, what is it? Uh, He was part of the making of Make Me by Miss Britney. Wait, really? Yeah, he co-wrote it. (laughs) Well... There you I mean, go, everyone. You just learn. This is why I love to look at the nerdier things because I'm like, all the things we love, there's always some crazy connection. Always. Yep. Well, he actually you know, there is you go. super prolific as a writer. He's done um, Avicii songs, Kygo songs. Um, it's very Avicii. Oh. The song, the beat drop is like so Avicii. Uh, okay. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I can't do it. I would have to play it, but like, <laughs> well, I heard it. That sounds, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Joe of make me fame. Very interesting. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So check that out. Follow featuring the make me hit maker himself. Yeah. I also love, um, lose somebody with, um, what's the guy, the, the man from, um, one Republic. Oh, Tedder, Ryan Tedder. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's everywhere. It's like, ooh, uh, I, wait, I can't even do it. I was going to like try and sing it. I do love your attempts, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to lose somebody. Ooh, uh, uh, well, ooh, uh. speaking of losing somebody, I think that is a perfect segue into one of the hottest topics Uh-oh. that we have yet to discuss on here. What is it? Somebody lost somebody in their marriage. <gasps> because... oh. <laughs> that was such a depressing <laughs> segue. It was like... Sometimes you gotta lose somebody. Well, that's what she's singing right now. Our one true American idol, forever and always the OG, Miss Kelly Clarkson. Wait, can we talk? Can we share a story on the Legends Only podcast with the girls today this week about Kelly Clarkson? Which one? Um. Okay, so I'm gonna share the story that you were there for. Okay. So I did this thing for um not Venmo, um Vivo where they had to like give her these awards for like her Vivo music whatever video awards. Mind you, I'm in this video. I am very this was like a moment in time where I was very depressed and I didn't know that I like actually won. They like lied to me and they're like there's three people that were narrowing down and it was a blizzard and it was snowing. And there's these like really dramatic um, slow-mo moments where I'm like walking through the snow and I'm like, yeah, I love breakaway and like blah, blah, blah. And like seven hours into this shit, I was like, I did not win. I give up. I'm not whatever. Turns out I actually got to meet Kelly in this moment and I was holding the legends only binder And they put me in this room with her. I met her. She flipped through the Legends Only binder. She opened up to the page with Paris Hilton's prison photo shoot, which was so embarrassing. And then she introduced me to her bandmate that helped her like write sober. And it was like this really intimate moment. And she invited me to the piece by piece album party, et cetera. I feel like I'm just like going on a tangent, but like she invited me to this party 
And I was like, is this like fucking serious? Like Kelly Clarkson just like looked at me and was like, you're coming. I showed up. They were like, yes, your name's on the list. I came. She was like, oh my God, you were the guy that was like at that music video thing with me. How are you? We talked. She apologized for how awkward everyone was. She was like, I'm so sorry. Everyone was like super overwhelming and I could tell that you were nervous. She was so fucking iconic and sweet and nice. And then... Everything that you think everything you know, from watching her show or anything that she does on... Yes. And I was so nervous the whole time to meet her because like I'm... Like my December... We need to get into my December at some point. Well, we definitely need to because she's about to record my December part two, clearly. Yes. But all this stuff happened between like me and her. And I was like totally like a local at this point. But then you were with me when we went to Radio City to see her at the Piece by Piece tour. Mm -hmm. And we had the meet and greet and she fucking remembered me. And you were there. We have a witness. I I witnessed. And I was fucking shook. Well, it doesn't surprise me at all. I think she's the realest, one of the realest girls in the game. And she appreciates a genuine, a fellow genuine soul. So no surprise there. I I was stunned. Yeah, that was a great show. And we got to say hey to her. Um, I forget why. I think because I asked, I forget, press tickets? I don't know. No, it was like um, Cricket Mobile. Yeah, it was a Cricket Mobile thing, but I don't. No one go and sign up. This is not sponsored in this moment. But Cricket Mobile, which I don't even know if they're still a thing, tweeted at (laughs) me and they were like, we saw that you love Kelly Clarkson. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah. So I invited Brad, obviously. We went and we show up to this meet and greet experience and we go to meet her and she's like, oh my God, you were the guy from my like meet and greet the last time. She's like, how are you? Oh my God, like... Are you and I was like, yeah, like I live here and like you were there. Ugh, it was just iconic. It was. It was a moment. I was like fucking shook that she remembered me. Uh, peace well, by peace, you restored my faith. Unfortunately. That a man <laughs> could be kind. Well, he was kind, but now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, all of her healing songs have a different energy now because she has filed for divorce. I know. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Since you've been gone, part two. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like a lot of people asked us about this, and this came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, um, she just did the whole, I'm so happy, and like, fall with like, People Magazine. And yeah. she's like, living her life, and I like, really thought this was like, her moment. I honestly think that if she isn't blunt about it in an interview, she will be unsubtle about it in the future music to come. Oh, so and we've already gotten a little hint. That's true because she, as we know, have we've been tracking her Kelly Okies, but now that she's been doing some quarantine Okies, her song selection lately has been very pointed. Yes, she did a cover of the song that Britney did on Circus Tour. That is a cover yes. of, um, what's his name? Eurythmics, Sweet Dreams Are Made of These? Yes, him. Well, that's a duo, but then Marilyn oh. did a cover. Marilyn Manson did a cover of it, which Britney then used in her circus interlude. Yes, which is fucking legendary, and that is on yes. YouTube. So Kelly did a cover of Sweet Dreams this past week. Yes. And I was shaken. 
Yes. Because it was you could just hear in like the um uh the vocal inflection mm-hmm. that she was pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think and you know what else is it doesn't even have to necessarily be him because I think she's probably pissed that outlets picked it up because that is the nature of filing any if you're a celebrity and you file legal documents is public and you unless you put out a statement first or do something it explodes without you being i feel bad for her in a way because if you want to do anything like that it becomes public information in a second once you file it so she probably was also just pissed that now everyone has this perception of her of her family that she doesn't fully get to control the narrative of because like everyone you know everyone's scattered and they're like oh i wonder what he did i wonder you know and then there's all these rumors that pop up and it's like that's probably also infuriating to her you can tell that there's like a pointedness to the songs that she was picking that were seemingly about could have been breakup related she also got a lot of attention for doing chain of fools which you know has a connotation as well so people are thinking that her picks were intentional act the fool girl i'm here Act the fool. Chain of act the fool. Probably. I just so. thought it was really telling when she was singing, and when she was doing "Sweet Dreams," which Brittany did on the circus store. And if you don't know about that moment, this was like a time YouTube. where it was like you know, "Sweet Dreams" are made of these. You know, some of them want to use you, some of them want to abuse you. Which. I mean, iconic. Literally from 2007 onward, hasn't that just been the theme and question at hand? Yeah. The Kelly so, song, like the Kelly yeah. version of it, when she was like, and she did the same thing where it was like, rain on me. And like with Christina, when we were like, I'm a prima donna, the same thing. She was like, hold your breath. head up, move it on, keep your head up. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hold my head up. Like I yeah. felt it. Yeah, all it kind of says to me selfishly is we're going to have a really good album. Ugh. But it's it's also so sad. It's super sad. It's really sad because she has a full-on family with this man, so that is obviously gutting and awful. It's seven to eight years of marriage, I believe. And yeah, this was her first marriage and all that. And you know what? Like Life what happened go- out there in Minnesota? Yeah. We oh, also we not Minnesota, Montana. You know, maybe, yeah. Who it's know? Montana, I, right? Yeah, Montana. I will say that. I'm very honored happened. to be in the presence of so many locals. Literally, Sorry Kelly. Sorry to everyone in Montana. That's like Kelly to all the bison that are standing outside <laughs> of the ranch. <laughs> right? You're like, <laughs> what, what's that thing from Oregon Trail where it's like you're going to like wade the forest? Not the forest. Yeah. The fucking, what's it called? The water? Uh, I don't the, even know. Wade the river? Forge yeah. the river? No, fort. Is it? Um, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm not going to Google it. Forge the river? Ford the river. I, you know what? That's what she's doing out there. <laughs> whatever that. You know what? River Rose and her were fording the river and they've come to the conclusion that she needs a divorce and now we've gotten breakaway was a lot of the trauma of her childhood since you've been gone that's a breakup behind these hazel eyes her father then we got um, piece by piece piece by piece that was very that the continuation 
my December was very angry against Clive Davis slash her pop limitations. We'll see what she comes up with, but I am sure. Three months and ha, 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 I'm still I've so made it through that song without distancing. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. I mean, I'm not excited for her. That's a horrible thing, but selfishly, I'm excited for the divorce record. And yeah, so Her that's and Oof, oh my god they honestly should collaborate you they thought should. wrong part two featuring <gasps> tamira gray oh my god i just classed honestly. i just classed my tits <laughs> you thought we didn't know oh it would be so good but uh yeah i'm really excited for the music in a very selfish way but you know that's kind of what's it's on the sad. horizon what else do we have it is very sad though what else do we have to look forward to that we can... Absolutely nothing. That's true. Um, it's over. <laughs> I watched, um, uh, what's it called? Um, Contagion. Why? Because I, it was like, I wanted to know, like, what happened? I feel like that is... Oh. <laughs> well, I hope that uh, helps you sleep at night because I feel like that would not do well for me. Well, I will say this. Um, in Contagion, they had a vaccine a lot faster than they do now. We will get there. And it was, like, very much, like, about social distancing and, like, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you know what? Pretty legendary, if you ask me. I love it. <laughs> I'm and glad. this era will always have a special place in my heart. <sighs> Well, that's definitely, that's that's a week. That's definitely a week of events. Yeah. So in any case, we hope that everyone at home is staying safe and sane. As we say every week, practice good hygiene, wear your fucking masks, be like, a good honestly, person. Like, I can't understand the whole not wearing your mask thing. Like, I really don't get it. I. It's not that uncomfortable. Yeah, I, well, certain people are very unwilling to inconvenience themselves in the name of freedom. We will not be kissing or hugging. I, I can't. Nope. Nope. Until they figure out this Corona. <laughs> Basically we yeah. stand by that statement. Uh, uh, it's a sour candy. So sweet. Put your mask on and get a little angry. Yeah. <laughs> and until <sighs> then. Yes. Until then. What's next is next week. A fucking 4th of July. Uh yeah oh yeah is it really until then until then put a hold on your fucking fireworks we're in the middle of both oh. a pandemic and a cultural revolution we don't need fucking fireworks right now so that's the other thing that everyone's talking about why yeah. is everyone setting fucking fireworks off everywhere I don't understand can you guys not read the room there's no. a lot going on on the streets there's a lot happening like I don't understand it like if you want to you know what if you have to do it do it on the fucking fourth of July have, why would you have to do it is. no one has to do anything. Nobody has to do Why it. would you Nobody set off fire? Well, you don't have to set off fireworks. You know what? This is the thing. The, okay. You know what? This is why I want to run for office one day, but I can't because I feel like I would get disqualified for telling everyone that they're a fucking idiot. Everyone is sitting at home and they're scared and they're anxious and they're nervous and they're trying to sleep and they can't sleep. Why the fuck are you out there lighting a fucking firework when all of your neighbors are stressed out, they're anxious, and they can't sleep? Have some goddamn respect. Light your fucking fireworks when this is all over. 
I better don't... yet, listen to Katy Perry's firework and get yes. inspired. Stop with the fucking fireworks. Everyone is stressed out. You're waking people up. Stop it. My dog doesn't like it. You need to stop. That is my PSA. Uh, wear your mask. Stop lighting your fucking fireworks. Yeah. Be a good person. They're not cute. No. They're loud. They're scary. Can you just wait? What do we have to celebrate? Have you Nothing. ever benefited from a firework that was not by the Katy Perry? I don't know. No. I don't have an answer. Unless they're coming out of Katy Perry's tits, I don't want to see it. That's right. That's our mantra. Yeah. <laughs> Whipped cream, fireworks. Look if at it's us. Not Social tits, justice warriors. Want. Yeah. <laughs> two, the two clowns said, unless they're coming out of your tits, I don't want to see your fucking fireworks. But like, actually. Actually, though. Yeah, it's just really... We're fighting for gay rights. Anyway. I really don't get it. I just don't get it. Doesn't make any sense, does it? Mm-mm, doesn't. Well, we know that our listeners are not the ones setting off these fireworks, so... Yeah, and, like, what is there to celebrate? Like, on fucking 4th of July, are you happy to be it's in this country? Exactly. I'm not. Like, like, anyway. <laughs> and to that end, we hope that you are continuing to do your part in supporting the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests going on globally to end systemic racism and police brutality and do what you can. We have been sharing links and information and resources and donations and petitions throughout the every day. And we hope that you are still joining us in that, in that it is not just a little two week moment. You guys so are in a crisis. I'm on my way. <laughs> That's basically Rubo that. showing up to this recording. Yeah, that's basically what I just did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so sour candy. Sour candy and social justice. Let's go. Oh, so social justice. So sweet when I get out of candy. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I think we've definitely covered enough. Enough. For this week. Yeah. Until next week. Until next <laughs> week, which will be at this point July, I feel like. Is it? Uh huh. Until July, we, we will. <laughs> See you soon. I want a music video for Sour Candy. Yeah, I know. They better film it in quarantine. If they're not in America, they just discredit it. And then it's like, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) She's dead? It's the Sour Candy. (laughs) Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.